I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is, you can't not communicate. This is one of the fundamental truths of human existence. Every action, and many inactions, communicates something with respect to the internal state of the actor at the moment of action. It's unavoidable. You can't not communicate. And before I really get into this, please remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it's how you can support me in my mission to deliver free, high-quality content to the world. Thanks for your help. No matter what we do, we are communicating something, whether we are conscious of it or not. In my acting conservatory, we played a game in which one player would stand outside the room and knock on the door with a certain intention, and the other player would stay inside the room and try to guess the intention behind the knock. Ooh, that was a playful knock. That was a terrified knock. Ooh, that was a defeated knock. If even a knock can convey the internal state of the actor, then imagine the wealth of information that your posture and gestures and semantics and tone and clothing and expression and movement and attention and status can express. Now, just because every action communicates something with respect to the internal state of the actor, it doesn't necessarily follow that whoever is observing that action can consistently and accurately identify that state. There's always some noise in the transfer of information from actor to observer. By the same token, it can happen that an observer can correctly identify the internal state of an actor of which the actor himself is not even conscious. Therefore, it follows that neither the actor nor the observer is the absolute arbiter of the communication, which requires both positions to exist at all. There's an interesting historical example that nicely illustrates these principles. It comes from World War II, when Allied intelligence was intercepting the Morse code transmissions of Nazi agents. Morse code, as you know, is an electric language in which words are spelled out through combinations of dots and dashes, which are created when an operator either presses or holds a button. It's a very mechanical process. However, the allies who were eavesdropping on these Nazi agents over time came to recognize very small idiosyncratic differences in the way that dots and dashes were created. And they came to associate these differences with individual operators. They called these subtle variations in the creation of the dots and dashes of Morse code grip. And through this recognition, they could track the movements of individual Nazi agents across Europe. And this, in turn, gave the Allies some insight into the maneuvers of the Axis powers. These agents could not help but impart something of their personality into something as mechanical and impersonal as pressing a button. And they themselves were completely unaware of their tendency to do so. Interesting, huh? So what's the upshot? You can't not communicate. Every action, even the smallest behavior, in some measure bears the likeness of the internal state of the actor, and it's not necessary for the actor to be aware of his emotional state for this transmission to occur. What do you think? Did you remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm? And please see the About tab for more information on donations, consultations, and sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.